We'd like to thank our sponsor, SLC Guitar, for another sweet guitar riff. Welcome to another episode of Build with Breen Homes, where we talk all things construction, business management, and just have a good old time behind the microphone. Mr. Breen. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. A, a year later. And here we are. It has been a year. It's pretty, is it? No? Yeah, it's been a year, hasn't it? I think pretty close. close. Pretty, pretty close. close. I like Let's it. Let's see, by the time this hits, we'll be sitting April-ish. Yeah. I think June last year was our first episode. Damn. Damn. And many more. And many more to come. I don't know. I think I might run out of things to talk about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> This industry, I'm sure we can come up with something. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? For sure. Speaking of, you recently have been doing a lot. Uh, but one thing I really want to talk about right now is I understand you had a Builder 20 event in Southern Utah. Yes, sir. How did that go? You probably went to the Prairie Homes? Yes, sir. All right. You got to give me the details. I mean, do we really that. want to, don't we want to talk about the fun stuff? You know, like, come on, we, we, I went heli skiing. Well, see, I, yes, yes. That okay. was like. So let's do this. You tell me all the things. That was like. <laughs> and that's why I don't want to talk about it right now. Cause man, we'll, we'll I'm, I'm gone. Tangent. I'm already lost. We'll get a tangent. I'm already though. lost. Okay. Five minutes, five minutes. Heli skiing. Okay. I mean, for listen, a privileged individual. <laughs> I got the opportunity and it was a dream come true. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born in 1983. For those that want to do the math, I, I turned 40 years old recently and it was a dream come true to go on a heli ski trip. Uh, and it just happened. The stars happened to align that gave me the opportunity to go. Uh, and it was, it truly was everything I expected it to be and more. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And I wouldn't go into all the details of what made it so awesome. Well, um, now if you put it that way, like what? <laughs> it's a secret club, okay? okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's we were uh, with up outside of Banff and Revelstoke area, um, staying at a lodge and heli skiing out of that. And I've had the opportunity to go on a lot of really neat vacations. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that has traveled the world, whether it be scuba diving, fly fishing, you know, sightseeing, adventure seeking, whatever it might be. Um, and I've, I've had the opportunity in those travels to, in a lot of ways, be catered to when you go to some of those, yeah. where they really just do top-notch service. And this was one of those where, I mean, we got there and it was like life is handed to you wow. on a silver platter. I wow. mean, the lodge was amazing. Uh, the food was great. It was 100 feet out the back door of this amazing lodge to get on the helicopter Damn. to fly into you know, some amazing backcountry skiing. The skiing was awesome. I mean, the lodge put it together right. So, you know, it's funny, you, you come back to what I do here and, and I've started to kind of refer back to my team and my staff of like, what, as a general contractor, what do we want to offer? Mm -hmm. And if we're going to offer that type of service, are we giving those clients that type of experience? Great point. Or are they just showing up with a fishing pole in hand and fishing? Yeah. They're rolling up to the resorts and parking their own car, grabbing their own skis, right. stopping for their own lunch. Or are we literally letting them step out 100 feet out the back door, jumping on a helicopter and giving them an experience? The experience. You know, and it's, yeah. that's not for everyone. That's not saying that's what we want to be or are striving to be or are. 
but there's a lot of thought that says, how do we direct right. what works best for us? For sure. And so we started related a little bit back to that, but man, that, that vacation was So it was a work incredible. trip too. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say like, I, I believe in my heart that the best contractors, builders work their tails off. Mm-hmm. But when it's time to chill and time to play, they do that just as hard. Oh, we know how to play. We know how to play. <laughs> and, it's, and it's that give and take that we talk about quite yeah. often. Yeah. Like, I, I wholeheartedly believe like the ones that are, you know, work their tails off and then they take like a week off. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, you need just a week to just not do anything. Totally period before you can actually like relax oh yeah it yeah. takes me a few days yeah, anytime yeah. i leave it out of town to like get to chill mode right for sure but we I, I do a good job playing hard i always say i work hard play hard but day two i, I skied three days i had the opportunity for a fourth but because it was kind of last minute uh, i had to get back home and day two on day one i happened to link up with some of the new lodge management and said hey let's let's ski tomorrow together yeah. it, we'll have a lot of fun so day two, we got a surprise snowstorm that was supposed to be two centimeters, which is about you know a quarter of an inch, maybe a half inch. Mm-hmm. That ended up giving us about eight inches in the parking lot of the lodge, Damn. which means up at the higher elevation, we got about 18 to 24-ish inches. Wow. So super surprise. Right. And, uh, and we go out that day and it's just like, I mean, every one of us is just like a kid in a candy shop, right? I mean, free <laughs> Let's go. candy. Let's go. Like our, we're just smiling ear to ear. Right. And I happen to be with, new lodge management and ownership who let's see if I can politically put this took the opportunity to say, I want to do what I want and not what the guides are telling me to do, mm-hmm. which can be dangerous. We're in that country. We're in avalanche territory. There is new snow. You do not we recommend get it. anything yeah, like we that. We get got it. it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be political here for one that knows me. They're like bullshit out of <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> we, we get out, the first half of the day and we're just itching to like go right mm-hmm. and if you've heli skied before or skied with guides they want you to stay relatively close to their tracks safety and keeping the mountain right. open for other skiers to come in right. uh after lunchtime uh one of the guys in our group left was too tired i don't want to say couldn't keep up but couldn't keep up right. and, and so it ended up with the three of us that really could push it and uh there was a interesting discussion between uh, the new lodge owner <laughs> and the, the head guide who happened to be with us. I can only imagine. Saying, I want to ski there. And the guide saying no. Right. And he said, yes. And he said, no. I said, yes. And he said, no. And then ultimately the, the Trump card came out of, I own this place. Right. So this <laughs> And so we went, <laughs> we that, went right. where we were not, not supposed to go, but where it was a little more concerning. Yeah. And our guide gave us a, a classic speech. Okay. I'm going to crisscross down the mountain. Make sure it's safe. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to stay within my crisscross. So he takes off. I'm spending way more than the five minutes you allotted me because now you got me talking on it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just <laughs> cut this off and post. It's fine. <laughs> so he crisscrosses down. He gets to the bottom. He waves his poles, which gives us the okay. And new lodge ownership takes off and doesn't go anywhere near his tracks. Just bombs this <laughs> old man and just eats it up. Right. And it is just pow flying. Wow. And he gets to the bottom. He's, you know, screams and throws his hands up and turns on his radio. We're, we're all 
without giving too much detail, we're all linked to all the other groups. Okay, yeah. In the same radio. Yeah. So he turns on his radio. Breen, that was getting sick. <laughs> Hit the line to the left 100 feet. <laughs> and, okay, listen, uh, 40 years of my life skiing, and I've always had this dream when I watch these Warren Miller films yeah, of, like, yeah. Japan and pillow tops, where it's just yep. snow built up on top of these rocks and trees. Yep. And there is this perfect line 100 feet to the left of pillow tops. And I'm like, I'm not, not going to take, yeah, this. take this. I just got handed yeah. the card. The Trump card's now mine. Yeah. So, dude, I rip it. I bomb it. And I eat this thing up. And I, I take this good drop that just pillow tops me down this cascade of cliffs and trees. Right. And opens up in this open bowl where I just rip it up and get to the bottom. And I'm just like smiling ear to ear. <laughs> Man, I mean, I could have died in that moment. Been perfectly fine. Been all good. <laughs> yeah. And I high five my, my new buddy at the bottom. Right. And our guide is throwing his hands up. He's pissed. He's cussing <laughs> at us. <laughs> He's like, F it. <laughs> yeah, F he it. did. Kill yourselves. I don't care. The rest of the day, right. we would get to the top and he would say, Okay, guys, here's the name of the run. I'll see you at the bottom. <laughs> and I come to find out they had an emergency guide meeting that night where the head guide who we were with said, I can't guide this new lodge owner anymore. Uh, it's out of control. They didn't listen. And uh, I heard about this the next day with my – the third day with my third guide yeah. who was telling us they kind of got reprimanded and told this can never allowed to be happening mm -hmm. And uh, they're probably like, wait, I, you did that. It wasn't right, us. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I started chuckling and the guy I was with said, wait, were you with so-and-so? And I said, yeah. And he goes, my ass would have been fired the minute I walked in the door. If that was anybody else guiding, you guys are so lucky. He was the head guide and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, but after all that said and done, was it the best oh, day you've ever had? <laughs> right, right. And I said, oh, bro, you don't even know. <laughs> and he goes, we were all so jealous because we heard you guys all day on the radio. Right. Talking about this line and that line and this drop and that cliff and this tree and that pillow top. And he's like, and we were all trying to just guide our guests. And you guys were just <laughs> ripping it up. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. I'll do what they're doing. Oh, we man. Yeah. Over here so, where it's safe. It was a wonderful trip. Good. And I came home alive. Well worth the 40th birthday. Well worth it. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> we can move on now. Hey, moving on. Out. Moving on. <laughs> so, yes, we did a Builder 20 group meeting. Okay. So, Builder 20. Wait, since we're already there, we might as well go into the other things that you were doing. Uh-oh. You had, uh, would you say, IBS? IBS, uh, early, early February, second week of February, first week of February. What is IBS? It is the International Builder Show put on by the National Home Builders Association. It was insane. Um, they, they, the National Home Builders Association claims it was the biggest show they've ever had. Um, I think, I could be wrong on this, but I think they registered over 130,000 people. Ever? Uh, biggest show they've ever yes, had. Yes, biggest wow. show they've ever had. Which is insane coming out of, you know, a couple of years prior thinking they weren't ever going to have this again because of COVID. Yeah, for sure. If you've spent much time in Vegas, we take up, that show takes up the north south and now or yeah north south and now the new western portion of the las vegas convention center takes up the entire thing i mean it's huge there's i mean there's obviously shows down there like ces that takes up more space but i mean the amount of, of floor space i think it's like 4.8 million square feet of exhibit and classroom space that they take i mean it's huge that's massive so it, it was a great show 
a lot of really good information, a lot of really good networking and connections down there. Um, definitely a work trip in Vegas. But did you have fun too? A little bit, but definitely a work trip in Vegas. <laughs> more work, more work. Than I mean, I was kind of coming off my highest skiing, so I didn't really care about being in Vegas. <laughs> You're like, eh. I want to be back up in the mountain. I'm a mountain guy. I would have rather been in the mountains. I enjoy Vegas for a night or two, but that. That show's always hard. You roll in, uh, you know, you know you're going to be there for a full week. Vegas yeah. is hard for a full week. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, because I had that and then the multiple things going on afterwards, mm-hmm. I landed and pulled up my hotel reservation. And I, I'm pretty – I book all my own travel. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good about keeping up on all my stuff. I jump off the plane. I pull up what – I don't even know what hotel I'm in. I, like, pull it up to look at it. And I'm like, wait, today's the 21st. And this says my room's the 22nd. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot to book. A, I booked oh, the wrong dates for my room. Yeah. So I had to spend the first night somewhere else and then jump over to the other one. So it's a bit of mayhem. But anyway, Vegas was fun. Had a good time. Good food. Good food. Good people. Good connections. That's all that matters. The next weekend, I already know you're going to jump into it. I went to Jackson Hole skiing. Yeah. <sighs> had a great okay. time. Between the two. Banff. Oh, hands down the heli ski, okay. bro. Just make I, sure. I was kind of like, making an, sure. now that I'm 40 plus years old, mm-hmm. I'm 40 years old in a few days, mm-hmm. I can I can officially boomer talk and say I was such an ornery boomer of like dealing with the lines and the crowds <laughs> and the people <laughs> right. and the groomed runs. Right. I've got two stories from there. I'll make one really quick okay. and I won't expand into detail on it. Okay. The second one, I'll give you a little more detail. Story number one. Uh, we only skied two days. The very last run of the second day, I got my pass confiscated Wait. <laughs> from me from Ski Patrol What? as I was leaving. It was okay. It was the last run. I told you I'm not expanding on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. All right, we're we're going to have to come back to that one at some point in time because i got to hear that story. Um, story number two, and I'm going to expand on this one a little bit. Okay. Now I'm going to talk through it. We're, we're just going to sit here and have an updated podcast. How does that sound, everybody? Does everyone want to hear stories? At adventures with Mr. Breed. <laughs> you got Might me talking. Well. You got me talking Might again, Brandon. Well. Story number two, me and a group of friends that have traveled, truly I can say traveled the world together. Okay. Probably started traveling together a good 12 to 15 years ago. Have always have always enjoyed the game of credit card roulette. Oh my God. You ever played credit card roulette? Yes, I have. And it did you Almost. lose or win? I I actually lost one time, and the other person, <laughs> the other person looked at me, saw the sweat beads, <laughs> saw me processing like, okay, I can move over this money to here, and then she, and was like, I got it. You got the next time. I was like, deal on that. So yes, that is a very very risky game. So we've we've had this tradition for years. And it's, it's typically landed around like dinner, right? We all end up yep. with 5, 10, 15, 20 of us at dinner. Yep. We've had some big bills. We've had some not so big bills. Mm-hmm. But that is the intent. It's so funny to watch people sweat this thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> because exactly you're like, well, my mean. $30 yep. meal just turned into a $400 meal. Exactly. Like it gets serious right. quick. Right. It's one thing when you're, I mean, most of these guys I work with in one capacity of, you know, mm-hmm. way, shape or form. So it's one thing when you work with each other and it becomes a, hey, we do work. You, you hand a deal my way. I hand a deal your way. It pays off, right? I mean, it all becomes part of that friendship. Mm-hmm. But we've watched people. I mean, we had one years ago at a Mexican restaurant uh, up in Huntsville, Utah, that uh, we started handing out. Uh, we had 26 people there. All the credit cards went into a hat. And I know guys were there that were, you know, in college making less than 30 grand a year and sweating it. Yeah, 
So anyways, long story short, I'm with a group. There's only seven of us, I think, on this trip. We play card card roulette at dinner. I lose. Bill was a little steep. Yeah, Most of bet. them were drinking, oh, uh, which typically happens. Again, okay. It was like a 600 and something dollar meal. Um, yeah, that, that sucks. It was, it was a kick, but again, I, okay. Business trip, business right off. We're yeah. with, you know, guys I do business with for sure. We end up going down to downtown Jackson hole, uh, the main square there. We end up in a, uh, high end boot and hat shop mm, haphazardly. Yeah. Yep. Typically the way our credit card roulette works out is someone catches somebody else's eye mm-hmm. and it's like bad idea, but good idea. Jeez. And someone will go, roulette. <laughs> Are you serious? Roulette. You guys make roulette. Roulette. And everyone starts getting like chill. Roulette. Roulette. Wow. Hitting the table, right? Wow. We always have fun with it. So we end up in this high-end boot and hat shop. I didn't know this place was a thing until I started telling a few other friends this funny story. It's a, it's a, a shop called Kimo Sabe. They've done a fabulous job making an experience out of stuff. Okay. So we end up in there saying, hey, you, you need a cowboy hat. Let's go into the cowboy hat shop. Right. And immediately we come in and they they start putting hats on us and getting us all riled up. And mm-hmm. my buddy looks at me and goes, what? And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. So I'm like, I don't need a cowboy hat or cowboy boots. No. Yeah, we're doing roulette. For what? Between you two? Well, that's what it starts off with. Oh and then, so it's gosh, me and him. Please. And I'm like. Okay, but you got to put in two credit cards. Okay. 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 Yeah. He'd been tipping back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So he goes, fine. Well, now I'm stuck, man. I already struck a deal. Right. So his two credit cards, my credit card go out on the counter. Now, mine have you. We haven't picked anything out. We have no clue what the cost of anything is. We haven't even like asked, right? We just, we're 10 minutes into this thing. Mistake. First mistake. A Second few, mistake. a few, <laughs> exactly. First mistake was going in. Right. A few of our other friends are like, roulette, I'm in. So like a couple more cards go out, a few more cards go out on the table. So now we've got multiple people shopping for hats, boots, jackets, trying stuff on. And this, this shop is now understanding that we're serious. We're not just joking around. And so they get like sells many on us and man, they do a fabulous job. They get the hats that just look right, put it on you and you're like, oh yeah, I look good in this. So man. What I come to learn is at Cubo Sabi that you get the hat and then they doll it out with the different belts and bands yep. and clips, whatever else you want mm-hmm. on it. They brand it for you. Mm-hmm. And they take you through this entire experience. So we're in there for like an hour and a half. And we end up with hats. Some guys, some guys end up with jackets. We end up playing credit card roulette, drawing out of one of the guys' new cowboy hats, which right. we spent like an hour and a half putting the coolest belts and feathers oh and gosh. turquoise and all this crap on it. Even to right now, we don't know what the bill's going to cost. Are you, we draw out credit cards. Yeah. Luckily, I don't get stuck with it. Luckily. I'll tell you who did. Okay. Get stuck with it. We still don't know the bill. <laughs> what are the guesses here? What do you think? I got to guess. So, okay. how, many, how many hats, first of all? We only have this – is, this, is, this is not a giveaway. We only okay. have, at this point, three hats and one jacket. Okay. Three hats, one jacket. Okay. 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 And I won't get into the price. Okay. I'm going to be price conscientious about that. I'll tell you later. Okay. But uh, we go up. They The honorary buying of a hat is you sign a card that makes it your hat. They brand it to the brand you pick out to make mm-hmm. it your hat. Mm-hmm. They take you upstairs to their bar and you have a drink. So they take our group up. Everyone has a drink. And uh, then they go down. They ring us up. Bill comes out. <laughs> it was a kick. 
Uh, it was a kick. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a kick. Easy. And all Easy. of us are like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but a hat was like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It was a kick. So anyways, we were the, I had made a joke earlier that night as we were walking around the downtown square. There was a few guys wearing brand new cowboy hats. And I was like, what a bunch of dorks. You know, I was like, those are, those are California money that just right. came into Wyoming. Wow. And then we end up as those four guys those at four? the bar with yep. the new hats on. What? And what, here's what was really funny. We end up over at the silver dollar salon, the you know famous bar there. Yeah. And uh, I'm not kidding. The, one of my buddies got a really, really, really dolled out hat. I mean, spent some money on it. And you could tell, mm-hmm. like, the way it was dolled out, it was banded, branded, all the above. Mm-hmm. He had multiple girls coming up to him trying to get him to buy him drinks because oh, they could it. tell he had money in his yeah. hat. Yes. They could see the money in that hat. They were trying to get him to buy him drinks. So he was having a heyday all I'm night. Sure man. He was having a great time. He's like, man, money well spent. Money yeah, well spent. Yeah, so we uh, we had an expensive night at Kimo Sabi. Oh, my God. Well, luckily, I didn't have an expensive dinner. Yeah. I had an yeah. expensive dinner. Someone did. Someone <laughs> did. Your dinner was very expensive. Uh, oh, yeah. So then the next weekend, I ended up in St. George for our Build a 20 group. We're now there. I've wasted the majority of our podcast. Oh, about time. And we're there. <laughs> <laughs> so Builder 20, tell me, tell me how it went. I know we talked briefly about it a couple of times. There was a lot of organization that had to happen to make you know get everybody in on time get through the parade of homes like all of that yep. stuff um tell me about it was it everything that you hoped and yeah wished? it it went really really well um i didn't realize and we've done we've been doing these for four years now uh we've had some a few other host uh, groups that went in i am a bit of a surprise i'm a control freak <laughs> Go ahead, say it. I didn't realize how much work it would take putting it in. Uh, I thought that uh, our national reps did a lot more work. Mm -hmm. Come to find out uh, when we had talked down there with one of our national reps uh, that they're willing to do all the work, but they kind of let the hosts or co-hosts, whatever it is, remote hosts, um, take over and do as much as they want. Got it, yeah. And I just took control. And I took a little too much control. (laughs) So I was stressed out of my mind. Yeah. I truly was. Um, it uh, it happened to snow in St. George the week of, mm-hmm. which is very pretty not rare, normal, right? very yeah. rare for St. George. One of our days, I had planned to take the group up into Zion's hiking. Uh, there was about six inches of snow on the ground up there, which is, it, it's common for them to get a dusting of snow around. I mean, I would say super common, but maybe once a year. For them to get standing snow that ices over is very uncommon. Uh, in fact, um, I considered canceling going up there because of dangers trying to hike uh, on some of the specific hikes in the area uh, with ice. Uh, and against my better judgment, I took <laughs> the group up. They're like, we're going to do this. I took the group up Angel's Landing uh, oh in gosh, six really? inches of snow. And we we did turn around. We got about a quarter of the way out on the ridge and had a few really sketchy sections at about 5 p.m. So it was the east sun was going down. We turned around because it was getting a little too icy. And Angels it's, Landing, a popular yeah, it's a popular hike out there. So yeah. if you're if you're not familiar with it, the the majority of the hike up to the the main ridge or the saddle is pretty simple. Okay, um, you're on a path. I mean, there's steep falls, but it's relatively safe. Once you get up to the saddle and you go out to the ridge, there's sections where you really are on maybe a 24, or a 30 inch wide path that's sheer drop off either side. 
Oh no! Uh, and they have the majority of it has a chain and posts drilled into the rock that you oh, can hold wait on a minute. to. I've seen pictures of this. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But there's also sections that don't have that. And especially when you're on a incline or a slope that's iced over and you're in tennis shoes, it's not the best idea. <laughs> I tend to think that I can fly or that things bad don't happen to me. So you got to tell me. So we were holding on to sticks and trees and twigs trying to get out on this ridge. And at some point in time, I said, guys, this probably isn't safe. And usually if I'm saying that, it's really unsafe. Yeah, for sure. So you got to tell me how many people did you notice were like – Puckered up. Oh. <laughs> Before you even got to that Everyone. point. Everyone. <laughs> we had like, one, of, one of our builder members was was filling captain's logs of oh. the last time he'll say bye to his wife. Which is smart. Which is smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we had, I mean, we had a girl. I felt really bad we didn't make it out there to see kind of the, the overall uh, landing point. But we got to a really, in fact, we got out to this area where it kind of, it, it, you climb up this ridge, it drops down into one more kind of drop before the last ascent up uh, and we got to that little saddle section and there's a huge sheer drop off the the one side and it's oftentimes where you can see you know clear down to the road below and the river below and there was this vulture two vultures that were circling around right at about our height but from the cliff edge you drop off it's probably a good thousand fifteen hundred feet I mean it's way up right and they're circling around and it's just man it was just dead silent and it was just the the I think three of us at the time. Yeah, three of us at the time. And the vulture. everybody else. And yeah, the vulture. two vultures. Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> They're like, waiting for us to die. Which one's going to go? <laughs> exactly. Everybody else had, had either turned around or left or not come. Right. And uh, we stood there for probably a good five minutes just watching these birds fly. And you could hear like their wings, their feathers flapping in the wind there. Wow. As it blew. I mean, it wasn't super windy. It was just that quiet. It right. was just so, it was just like a peaceful Zen moment of being in the right place at the right time. In some <laughs> scenarios, maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was beautiful. We had a lot of fun up there. Um, so yeah, I mean, fast forwarding forward, it everything tied together really well. We got everybody in. I overly stressed myself out with trying to entertain from, you know, the 5 a.m. people that wanted to get up and swim or run or work out mm -hmm. up to the midnight people that wanted to sit in the hot tub and hang out and chat. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, yep. I kind of took that host role and, Overstressed myself out on it, big time. I'm sure it was fine. You know, but it went fabulous. I mean, the homes were great. I was able to give them a good taste of St. George, yeah. uh, which was really my goal was get them a local taste of St. George, and it, it worked out so awesome. So in this Builder 20 group, there are people from everywhere. Yeah. Like, yep. they're all over the place. Yeah, all over the nation. We've got uh, 15 of us that came in from around the nation. Oh, nice. So, so I'm assuming everybody there was their first St. George. Yeah, I think... I think maybe one or two of them had been in the area before. I don't think they'd been in St. George. Mm -hmm. We stayed at the Red Mountain Resort that sits right at the base of Snow Canyon uh, National Park, or not National, Snow Canyon State Park, uh, right kind of around the Tuacana Amphitheater. And they've got an amazing kind of view out the back that goes from that black lava rock with the green kind oh, of wow, really? scrub oak into the red rock. And mm -hmm. the way it, it positions as the sun comes up that time of year, it hits the, the red rock first and just turns them like this glowing yellow. It's just cool. so pretty. I mean, it's you can sit there every morning and hang out and have a Zen yoga moment. Hmm. You know, so a lot of the mornings I'd go out and go run with people around as the sun was coming up. It was cold. I mean, I think one morning it was 18 degrees, which is so uncommon for St. George. That is very. Um, but man, it was just, it was so pretty. And I think we did a, had a great time. People loved the area. You know, it's, it's a, it's a nice, uh, change of scenery to have less city, more yeah. 
you know, outdoor. And that's what it was. Good. I had one night um, that I had planned kind of a social hour uh, at a really unique, I don't want to say resort. It's a, it's a home that was built by a, a private developer that kind of turned into a host Airbnb that realized they had something special. Mm-hmm. And now they've done multiple homes around the area for the same area for Airbnb. But they built just a really unique St. George style home. You know, kind of that deserty but modern, really cool outdoor scenery with the the stone, you know, pool and infinity edge. How big, big was sliding it? glass doors. It's only maybe I hate to say only. It's like six or seven thousand square feet. I mean, not massive. Not too crazy. But they've done a great job with it. Yeah. And I got them to allow us to host just a social hour where I picked up some local wine. They created this giant charcuterie, charcuterie spread for us. Wow, you know, really? a table about this size, you right. know, full of charcuterie. We're there for like an hour and barely made a dent in. I felt horrible. Damn, are you serious? <laughs> you know, but uh, I had a great time kind of getting everybody to get a uh, kind of that taste of local flavor. Local nice. wines from a vineyard up in Viejo, uh, a really unique style St. George home right in that same area. You know, charcuterie that was spread out from local cheeses and meats. I mean, right. it was awesome. It sounds like you did a phenomenal job with it, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... I mean, I, I really took it down to the detail of like, uh, yeah. as as our, our guests or our builder members came in, uh, I created some bags, some guest welcome bags that had uh, some local brewery beers in it, some local cookies to St. George in it from a, a local co- cookie company down there. The St. George Parade magazine and ticket. We did some Breen Homes local golf balls, you know, kind of made it some fun. So someone came in, they got this welcome packet. I got them, like I said, hiking, got them to experience some of the area. So nice. I think really overall... You know, from the feedback I got from the group is that it was done well and done right. We had some really good discussion, which is always awesome. I was going to ask you that. I'm sure you asked for feedback. Um, sounds like you got some pretty good feedback from there. Yeah. Have yeah, you? Sure. Do you feel like you've kind of set the tone for the, for the <laughs> <laughs> whoever the no. next person is? <laughs> no, I, I actually think the tone was set before I came in. I mean, honestly, nice. not before I came in, but before it came to us here. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the other hosts that have done it have done a phenomenal job in their area, too. Right. Some of these ideas of, like, the welcome bag as people come into the hotel was done from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Getting the group together and going out and doing an activity was done from somebody else. You know, so it's just pulling all this stuff in. I think where, where anybody can do a phenomenal job is just putting a, a taste of local flavor on it. Gotcha. Bringing into, like, what you enjoy so much about that area, that experience, who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then just being a host. I mean, being a host is hard. It's hard. We always have kind of a, a time in our schedule that allows for, let's maybe call it like education mm-hmm. that will bring in maybe attorneys or sales professionals or, you know, contract uh, attorneys that can discuss specific contracts, whatever it might be. And typically in the spring meeting, we go over finances during that that portion of time. We decided to kind of kick finances to our fall meeting because we were doing this early in the year. It's hard to get finances done that quick. And I brought in a guest speaker uh, who I greatly respect in the Utah and Salt Lake market, who does uh, custom home building. And I don't want to call him a competitor. It's not fair to call you know necessarily somebody like that as a competitor, uh, but somebody who's just got a really, really well-established business. And we brought this individual in to speak to us, and he did a phenomenal job. I mean, we, he had the floor for maybe two and a half hours, wow. um, you know, and did a great job kind of building up who he was, what got him into building, his passions behind the building and what it was, and then what turned from a custom home building into an empire, truly. And to be able to, to let our builders experience, who most of us have gone through 
you know, the one-off builder, the jack in a truck, so to speak, mm -hmm. to establishing a, a company that has systems and processes in place, but don't quite know if we want to or how to take it right. to that next level and to hear from somebody that has yeah. and then see kind of a, a structure chart of how they've laid that out and the different companies they have underneath there. Then it wasn't all done necessarily fully under his wing. There was a, a lot of uh, generational involvement that stepped into play there. But to be able to see some of that was amazing and I think brought a lot of vision and hope to, you know, the guys in our group at different levels right. of where they're going with it. So that was a cool, a really cool aspect to bring in as well. You know, talk about local flair, so to speak. For sure. So what was some of the I'm sure you asked the question, what were some of the things that people took from that talk? I mean, two hours, that's a Yeah, that's right. A, that's a minute. You know, um, I have to laugh a little bit. Uh, I the individual that came in, he's now retired. Uh, his his son has taken over the company, you know, and I think they've got grandsons involved in as well. Uh, so he he stepped into the speaking role is kind of a <laughs> is kind of a, I'm a nobody, you know, <laughs> like I got this thing going, right? I never thought it'd be this big, and I'm out. So <laughs> whatever, yeah. You know, like that was truly his tone. And I had to laugh because I know him so much better than mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But the guys in our group literally like started a text thread of being like, bring, who did you who, bring who in here? Who is like, this guy? Yeah. Who is this old man? Right. You know, like, come on. And I was like, just give him a moment, guys. <laughs> give him a second. <laughs> it's just one more. And man, he got into some history of, you know, what, what his upbringing was and what his interests were. And it, it really got to a point where I was like, no one cares about, right. you know, the efficiency of this home in the 70s. <laughs> right. um, and part of me wanted to say just... You know, as builders, the best thing we can do is show like pictures of our product mm -hmm. that blows everyone away. Yeah. You know, that's why I like my website is full of pictures. That's it. Gotcha. I wanted him just to show at least one picture. I mean, mm -hmm. we spent the first hour, yeah. no picture, no visual, and just listening to him talk. You know, him talk. And it. it was just like, right. come on, let's come go, on. Let's I mean, go. I had people text me like, hey, when do you cut him off? <laughs> you know, I was like, guys, give it a second. Give it a second. Right. And then as he kind of got into, not necessarily pictures, but got into some org charts, why they structured things the way they structured, mm -hmm. it started to make sense. I was able to draw a parallel of how he took a, a boots on the ground company startup approach to a, a generational company mm -hmm. based off a vision of who he was and what he expected out of it. More of a vision of uh, what his passions were and what he expected on a sense of quality what else can we talk about on the Builder 20? You oh, man, what else did I do that was time. what else did I do that was stupid down there? <laughs> Wait, so you were down <laughs> You were down in St. George. Are is this something that Builder 20 will ever come up to Salt Lake area? Absolutely. Yeah, so we we kind of remote hosted. I had suggested to get the group to St. George for the Parade of Homes because of how unique it is. Mm -hmm. There's I don't know how many parades there are across the country. I would I would guess there's no more than a hundred yeah. uh, parades across the country in different states. Where was the first one? Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Really? Very first parade. Yes. Nice. I think you asked that pro probing for me to say that. <laughs> 70, 73, 74, I think 75 or 76 years ago. So th this is what's unique about the Salt Lake Parade at Homes. Yeah. I believe, I believe the, the oldest, the first also the only continuous for 70 plus years. I think it's Damn. been 75 years or 76 years. Never had a year where they didn't do it. They've always found a way to do it, which is pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Right? 
So that set that aside, uh, they've done some marvelous things in Salt Lake. Utah County has a fabulous parade. Absolutely. Park City has a really cool showcase of homes. Mm. Northern Wasatch does a, a very successful parade. There's a lot of markets uh, outside of Utah that don't have success in parades. They try home shows. They try home showcases. Mm-hmm. Utah has found a huge success in parade of homes. Um, St. George is just so unique because of the environment. I mean, yeah, where sure. else do you know where you feel like you're in Mars, yep. you know, or built into lava rock? Like they can do such unique things. Their environment down there, because they don't get the extremes of winter that we have here in northern Utah, it allows them to do a little bit better indoor-outdoor planning, mm-hmm. um, less just indoor like we do with up here in Salt Lake. Right. Um, so, man, they just do some really cool, fabulous construction homes that are unique to down there. Nice. And uh, so I really wanted the, the building group to see that, to experience that, to be a part of it. They were blown away by it for Good. sure. Good. Um, I think I got us through five or six homes in the parade, plus the one that we toured on that Thursday night for the social hour. Mm-hmm. So I got them through, a you know, let's say five to seven St. George style you know, really unique custom homes. That was enough for them all to be wowed, but then, okay, cool, another one. Okay, good, cool, another see. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, we live in homes. We we build homes day in, day out. So right. I think it was nice to kind of get beyond that. But uh, no, I mean, honestly, outside of that, they were blown away from the area. They were blown away from the hospitality we were able to create, um, blown away from the construction of the homes that were done. I think it was very well put together. Um, I would have loved to have changed the weather. Yeah, for That's sure. That's one thing. I don't yeah. have a lot of control over that. I know y'all. A lot of y'all think I have control of that, but I don't. <laughs> Clients, for sure, for sure. What else went not my way? One of the restaurants we went to one night was, I, I called it a boomer restaurant. Oh, you know, it was like your salmon with capers and prime rib. Oh wow, we're like, <laughs> so, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, good. and I kind of knew that. I was just hoping it would be better. No one would take reservations for us down there because yeah. of large group. Uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be bringing it to Salt Lake. I've remote hosted there. Uh, I have no desire to bring it here anytime soon because it caused a lot of stress Not and bad. a lot of planning for me. Well, now you can lean on the association. Maybe I just call back on the national that. and be like, I don't yeah. care. I don't want to plan it. I'm done. Yeah, I actually made a joke good. with my group. I said at least four years and I'll probably quit before then. <laughs> <laughs> you must have did a very good job. Very good job. We do have uh, Anchor- Akron, Ohio. Ooh. You've been in Ohio. Do you know yeah, where Akron is? I know exactly where Akron is. Yeah. Joking set aside, mm-hmm. I was teasing uh, the builder that builds in the area about uh, bug and carriage uh, yeah. on his job sites. Yeah. This was a year ago in our spring meeting. No, maybe it was our fall meeting. Like in Amish country or something? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. He sent me a picture the very next day of a bug and carry yeah. carriage on his site. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they got it. They yeah. still got oh, it's it. Serious, yeah. It's so serious. now we're kind of like, what are we welcoming ourselves into when we go to Akron, Ohio? You will have a. Place. So we got Akron, Ohio this fall. I think we'll have a great time. Yeah. Uh, and James will host us so well there. You gotta go. Um, let's see. You got football hall of fame. They got the hall of fame out there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You you'll have a ball. Cool. Yeah. I think time. I think we'll have a great time. Great yeah. time out there. And then next spring we are in uh, Michigan. Mm, whereabouts? Uh, right along Michigan Lake. Mm. I mean. Not right along. There's a huge Michigan lake. Gotcha. Sorry, Josh. I don't remember the exact town you're from. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in uh, in Josh's country there, right along Michigan Lake. Um, really looking forward to that. I think that'll be a fun one as well. And then that. I think we planned into fall of 2024 mm-hmm. uh, to Hilton Head. Ooh. South Carolina? South Carolina. Sure. Hilton Head, South Carolina. And I've heard that's that'll fabulous be amazing. Place. 
That'll so I'm excited good. about that too. She got Jake is going to send it. Shows a good time out there. You promise? I expect it, Jake. Jake, can I bring Brandon along? He's a good time. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I will just cause. I'll be that yeah. guy. Like, we need that guy. Who invited this guy? What the hell? I on? did. I did make our our new prospect wear the vest. Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. Did he enjoy that? He fought against it a little bit. I okay. went after him a couple of times over uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. We got one of the nights we were going to dinner. We got out and he wasn't wearing it. I was like, bro, you're out. I'm voting you out. <laughs> what are you doing? Unless you can change my mind, I'm voting you out. <laughs> <laughs> was he thinking yeah. like, are you are you serious right now? Uh-huh. Are you <laughs> I think he kind of was not quite sure of what to expect out of me. Yeah. But I uh, did make him wear the vest. In fact, day one, we probably need to get close to wrapping this up. But day one in the meeting, I got there early and I went and put it. His, I took his name tag and put his name tag out, put the vest down, and then put a, uh, a sheet of paper on top of the rules of the vest. Oh, got it, yeah. And then I just didn't say anything. He came in and, like, saw his name tag, went, sat down, and kind of looked at it, read the rules, kind of looked up and around to see if anybody else was watching, <laughs> and I just kept my head down. <laughs> Wasn't sure if he should laugh or not. Right. And after me. about a couple of minutes, people started laughing and chatting, and it became a joke. Nice. You know, but then he 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 left it sitting there after the meeting, and I was like, uh-uh. So I threw in the van. We got out to dinner. I was like, you're wearing this. Yeah, so I, I went after him a little bit. But you know, ain't nothing wrong anyway, with I, I, I did tell him, I said, listen, the advantage of the vest, mm-hmm. the prospect vest, is that you'll now help me land the next guy and bring them in under the wing and Smart. get them in so that they can wear it. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, so, yeah. I like that. I like uh-huh. that. And get rid of it. You don't want it. <laughs> Give it away. Give it to the next guy. Exactly. So, anywho. Tell me about... Uh, give me some pointers here. So when it comes back this way, mm-hmm. hopefully you haven't quit. <laughs> it's not coming back this way, guys. It'll be back. It'll be back. <sighs> what would you? What would you try to do? You bring them in to Salt Lake. Obviously, there's pretty good places to eat around here. You just got to find them, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then things to do. You've already done. Uh, pray to homes. Yeah. Would you do like manufacturer tours? Would you do yeah. education um, realms? It's, it's going to depend a little bit on where my projects are going on at the time. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You know, so geolocate locate a little bit there. We'll for sure do a product tour, my specific product. Okay. Um, whether we have homes under construction, what point in construction they are. I mean, if we're this time of year and I've got a home being framed, but we're not going to want to go kick out in the cold weather and sit there under the snow trying to right. get onto a muddy job site. Right. So we made to our home that's complete. So it kind of depends a little bit on time of year, what projects we have going on, number one. Mm. Uh, number two, where to put them up. I've talked a lot about maybe putting them up in Park City just because it is such a fun vibe. Yeah, for sure. You know, but then again, some of my guys like the city life. Yeah. You know, downtown Salt Lake is cool and is unique in its own way. Very much You know, so, so I don't know, uh, again, time of year, if they're out here, Around this time of year, we'll for sure get them up on the slopes. Right. You know, I'll get out there and try to hurt a few guys. Right. <laughs> Put some hurt on those boys. Only you. Only you. <laughs> um, you know, we've done some fishing in the past. We've done some mountain biking in the past. Okay. You know, we've learned that maybe our group's a little too competitive to try to keep up with each other on the mountain bikes. Yep. People get injured. Yeah. You know, but I mean, me being the outdoor individual that, that has you know been born and bred here in Salt Lake and just loves it. I'll for sure get them out to experience Salt Lake, Salt Lake, you know? And so I think what's important for me is just to get that, that taste of flavor, Nice, you know, whether it's, it's jumping on the tram up in parks or up in uh Salt, 
snowbird mm. uh, and taking that up to the top. You know, we're getting up in the mountains into Park City. You know, again, depending on the time of year, we'll do some fun product tour. We've got some really cool manufacturers here in town, you know, for, for some custom stuff that's built out here. Um, I know a lot of guys uh, have used Hammerton lighting uh, in different homes they have. That'd be a fun one to consider the tour of. You know, we've toured their factory. That's been absolutely amazing. You know, we've got uh, a few window manufacturers in the area. So I don't know. You know, it kind of just depends on the time, How the much? time we have. Who's still around in four years? If I'm still around in four <laughs> if you're years. you're still around, I get it. <laughs> or am I, if I'm just that guy that has the knowledge and doesn't want to be bothered anymore. You know what? Ain't nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> Not a damn thing wrong with it. You're the guy that people go to and be like, hey, what, what do we do? Exactly. What do we do here? All right, man. I think it's uh, it's about that time. We appreciate it. And maybe I think we should probably do maybe a full episode on the other, like the other story from Jackson Hole. What is and what story are you talking about? We'll, we'll talk about it then. We'll talk about it then. You you said there was two stories. You gave us one. He said, I don't want to get into the other one too much. I got I got stories. All right. We might have, we might have to throw that one in there. Plus the uh, hella skiing and all that. I think we should definitely get into that a little bit more. For sure. But we'll. We'll figure out a time and a place for it. Well, good catch up. And, uh, you know, sorry if my story's bored anybody. Today. <laughs> you know, I have a good time telling stories. Uh, I'm sure you are probably going to have a whole bunch of messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, you be y'all. good. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.